Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. I'm Tammy Simpson, a certified financial planner, chartered retirement planning counselor, and accredited domestic partner advisor. And this is Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. This podcast came about after considering why it would be worth your time for me to add more material into the vast universe of already available financial planning information. Books, newsletters, news shows, blogs, celebrity planning financial gurus, and of course, the internet, where Google is everyone's go-to financial planner. And then I remembered that throughout my life, one of the most valuable things I've ever sought was not information. It was an educated, wise, experienced opinion. And thus was born a reason to throw my two cents into the mix. I've been doing financial planning for over a decade, met with thousands of people, and designed hundreds of personalized financial plans. Don't expect this podcast to be heavy on data. I know data, I love data, I study data, I keep up on data, but this podcast is my educated opinion. In other words, welcome to Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. I'm Tammy Simpson, and this is Tammy's Two Cents, and with me today is Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing great, and it's good to be here with you, Tammy, recording the show. Thanks for having me on and I'm doing great. I've had a really, really busy week. This year started uh, crazy busy for me. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. We were so prepared for the beginning of the year that we're just, it was just like easy, steady, stepped right into it. it we're enjoying 2020. Oh, excellent. Well, that's gr- good news. Good news. So what are we talking about on the show today? Okay. So today we're going to talk about fixed indexed annuities. Now, I've already done a podcast on annuities, so if you haven't listened to that one, if our listeners haven't heard that one, they might want to go back and listen to that one first because it's kind of a general overview of annuities, but today we're going to specifically talk about fixed indexed annuities because more and more people are considering these, are being, they're being suggested to people, they're being sold to people, and so there seems to be a lot of interest and questions about this particular flavor of an annuity. Yeah. Well, I think a good place to start then, Tammy, would be with the question, what is a fixed index annuity? Well, a fixed indexed annuity is first and foremost an annuity. And like I say, if you haven't listened to the other podcast, you should. But an annuity is a contract with a life insurance company. And that contract is where you're going to place premiums. It's either one premium or multiple premiums. And at some point in the future, you are going to take that money out either in regular payments over years or maybe even in a lump sum or in payments over a specified period of time. So it is an annuity. It's just a particular flavor of an annuity and we'll go more into detail about that. Okay. Well, that sounds good. So, um, Obviously, when you're talking about retirement vehicles or, you know, what to do with that money that's or at least some of it that's in your 401k or your 403b or your IRA, 
and you start talking about a fixed index annuity, uh, is there growth there? I mean, how does a fixed index annuity earn interest? With a fixed index annuity, you're going to place the money, as I said, either in one lump sum or over a period of time. And that annuity will earn interest based on either the fixed guaranteed interest rate. It's called a fixed indexed annuity. So I've learned a long time ago that sometimes if I just read the title, it will tell me something, right? So there is a fixed interest uh, guarantee that, you know, might be one or one and a half or something that might be similar to a CD rate. And you're just going to choose that or it will earn interest based on an indexed strategy. And that's where these get a little bit more interesting because how a fixed indexed annuity works is that the money can be linked, not invested in, and that's a very significant difference. A external index like the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000, maybe some bond indexes, maybe even some international indexes, can be used an external index that you are not invested in can be used to determine the interest that you will earn on that money and that's where you have the the title the name of it fixed as in i can choose a fixed guarantee rate whatever is being offered or instead of that i could use an external index I could choose that to determine how my interest will be earned, or I could do some of both. So sometimes you can say, I'll put half of it in that fixed side and I'll put half of it uh, using an external index. So they earn in interest and that interest is uh, determined by either the declared fixed rate or by the performance of that external index. Ah, okay. So, I mean, we can get into the weeds a little here, Tammy, and this is why uh, you really have to be careful and make sure you're working with a trusted financial professional, a fiduciary. And Tammy, you're a fiduciary, and that means you're looking out for your client's best interests and, uh, you know, only uh, recommending things that fit with their unique situation And with fixed index annuities, I know there are a lot of different types and companies offering them. And as an independent, uh, you can look at a lot of these different ones and find which one will best fit. Um, Now, um, what are crediting strategies? Explain that to us. Okay, so if you choose an external index, let's say I place $100,000 into a fixed indexed annuity and I'm going to choose an external index And of course, you have to choose within what the company in that contract is offering. But let's say I choose the S&P 500. Now, in a fixed indexed annuity, and why these are attractive to some folks is because in many cases, there are no fees and they are principal protected, meaning that these are not invested in the market in the S&P 500 or stocks or bonds or mutual funds. They are principal protected, uh, backed by the insurance company that you're working with. 
So if that index went down, let's say the S&P 500 was 2,800 um, and it went down to 2,500, well, you wouldn't lose any of your money. You wouldn't earn anything, but you wouldn't lose any money. So because you have that benefit of being able to link to the index without losing money, then of course there's going to be um, there's going to be a payoff to do that. And what that means is that you're not going to if the S and P 500 went up 10 percent, you're not going to get 10 percent. They're going to use that gain in the S and P but they're going to apply crediting strategies to it. And most of the time these come in the forms of cap spreads and participation rates. And this is where people's eyes start to glaze over and you start to go, <laughs> oh my goodness, what is she talking yeah, about? I, I was told there would be no math. I know. I had a client here yesterday and, and that's exactly what the wife said. She looked at me and said, he told me there'd be no math. Um, <laughs> and that's funny. It was the only, it was the first time I heard it, Tony. And now you said it today. Um, <laughs> But it's really not that complex. So if you think about the word cap, it just means I I can go up till I hit the, the cap or the ceiling. So let's say it's capped at three and a half. It means that if the S&P 500, which I had chosen and linked to, went to five, I would make three and a half. That's as high as I could go. If it went up two, I'd get all the two, right? But I just couldn't get over that cap, that ceiling, Another strategy is a participation rate. No cap on a par rate usually. Um, and that's something you want to check. You want to understand your strategies. But on a par rate where you go, you know what? I'm not going to cap it. I'm going to say you get 60% of whatever that does. So in, in the illustration we're using, if the S&P went up 10% and you were getting 60% par rate, you'd get 6%. And then, of course, we have spreads and spreads are just no cap, not going to bump our head on a three and a half percent cap, no par rate, not 60 percent of what it does. But now we're just going to take three percent right off the top. That's called a spread. So these are the primary crediting strategies that are applied to that external index that you have chosen to link your money to for interest earnings. And I know it seems it seems confusing. This is where I truly invite people who are considering something like this. Come on in, sit down with me. I'll take the, the time to draw it up on my big whiteboard and say, you really do need to understand because not all contracts offer all of those. Some of them just might have a cap. Some of them might have a participation rate. Some of them might have spreads, maybe two out of those three, right? So you want to know what your uh, contract that you're considering, which of those are available. Now, I can hear people going, well, what's the best? Right? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. What should I be looking for? There is no best. There really isn't. What I really like to do is try to find products that have a, a variety of choices and, in, and we can move among these over, you know, the, the time that you hold this annuity. Maybe one year a sure. participation rate is better, one year a spread is better, and we try to figure out, and some of this is a little bit of guessing, right? But I just like right. to have the options uh, because the truth is in different types of environments, uh, different ones will perform 
perhaps a little bit better. Yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I've heard about these annuities. There's uh, big fees that I pay. Right. Uh, what about a fixed index annuities? Now, I've heard people out there say there's no fees. I've heard people say there's big fees. Uh, what's the case? What, what's the situation there? Well, I would say there's no fees to low fees. I haven't seen anything with big fees. But for the most part, it is accurate to say that just kind of a stripped down, no rider, no, you know, no additional benefits that you're adding and buying. You're not adding the electric windows and the power steering and some other things. Sure. If you're just getting your basic fixed indexed annuity, in generally speaking, there are no fees at all. Right. And so so many annuities have no fees. Uh, other types of annuities might have higher fees, but with fixed index annuities, like you say, um, low to no fees. Uh, but there may be fees, especially if you get a rider. And I know a popular thing with fixed index annuities, most people I know who have one have uh, what's called a lifetime income rider for retirement. Yes. And that that's very popular now. Um, some of those have a fee and there are actually some of those that don't have a fee. So, um, again, and this is what makes when I, I was just lamenting the other day that I remember back when fixed index annuities were kind of new and they were very simple. Right. But like everything else in the world, the, as it as time goes by and we get more options, it's still not a terribly complex tool, though. It's just usually different than what most people are used to. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Now, one of the big, there's pluses and minuses that people need to look at when they do any type of investing or any purchase any type of financial product uh, or retirement product like a fixed index annuity. And one of the big benefits that I hear people talk about, one thing that piques my interest is when I hear uh, your principal is protected uh, and you can get guaranteed income for life. So I want to know, uh, how is my principal protected and who guarantees that? Is it insured by the FDIC or how does that work? So no, it is not FDIC insurance and you should not confuse it with that. So an ins a, a fixed indexed annuity is insured primarily by the company that you purchase your annuity from. And this is why you do care about the company that you're placing your money with. You do want to look at the ratings of that company and you do want to do some research and you want to see how long has it been around. And, you know, you do want to check out primarily the company that you're placing your money with. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's why you look at a lot of different companies and they have ratings and you work with highest rated companies. And I, I know that it's important to understand that uh, some of these companies have been around well over 100 years. Exactly. And, and have been doing this. So uh, I think that is important to note. So uh, what happens to a fixed index annuity when I pass away? I know one uh, negative to some annuities is that you put your money in and you can use it while you're alive. But when you pass away, if there's anything left in it, you lose it. it, it what about a fixed index annuity? So a fixed and indexed annuity can have various uh, beneficiary um, strategies. So most of the time, though, if there's any money left, it will go to your beneficiaries. Um, in fact, I don't know of any time it doesn't. I just always want to acknowledge that there might be some contract out there that I've never seen 
But for the most part, when you pass away, any remaining money will go to your beneficiaries. Now, there might be restrictions on how it goes to them. Uh, Lots of times they'll get it in a lump sum if they want. Sometimes they might take it over five years. Perhaps they're going to take it over 10 years. I suppose there could be instances where they take it over longer. They will go to your spouse. They will go to your children. Um, they will go to your beneficiaries if there's a balance. Right. And that's good to know. I, I think that's really good. And I would put that on the, the positive side. Now, uh, there's been a lot of changes uh, to annuities, especially fixed index annuities, even over the past 10 to 20 years. Um, and one of them is long-term care. Can I use a fixed index annuity to help cover long-term care costs if I need or my spouse needs long-term care uh, in retirement? Yes, indeed you could. Um, so a fixed annuity, a fixed indexed annuity um, is a tool that in most cases can be set up to give you a monthly withdrawal. And that can be guaranteed or unguaranteed depending on the amount you're withdrawing. So certainly I have had clients who have said, I don't want to buy long-term care insurance. I'm going to place money over here in this fixed indexed annuity. And in the future, if I need long-term care, I will trigger the the income benefit on it and I will use that for my long-term care. Now, it's very important to say that the cost for long-term care traditionally is going to exceed what the payout from a fixed indexed annuity will be. In order to get adequate monthly income from a fixed indexed annuity to pay for what the actual average long-term care costs are, you'd have to probably have a lot of money in that fixed indexed annuity. So while it can be used to do that, and while there are some that actually have an additional benefit that you can purchase, a long-term care rider that you can purchase um, that can be um, used for long-term care. I don't see a fixed indexed annuity in most cases as being adequate funding for long-term care. It might do a portion of it or defray uh, some of the cost, but in most cases, I don't think it's going to be enough. Right. That's that's a good point. And so uh, you need to keep that in mind. Obviously, long-term care costs are outrageous. Um, now, let's maybe look toward, there's a list of negatives uh, that people look at when considering an annuity, possibly, and that's uh, surrender fees. I hear about these horrible surrender fees. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah. So I have a, uh, I typically say to clients, if I have a couple sitting here and they're thinking about buying a fixed indexed annuity, And they say, well, you know, we like so much about this, but what are the downside? And I say, well, the downside is you are getting married. Okay, you are not just living with each other. Um, If you decide to buy a fixed indexed annuity or any annuity for that matter, a downside can be, I mean, commitment isn't always a negative, right? But it can be, a downside can be that I am committing to leave my money in this annuity for a period of time. And in that period of time is typically seven to 10 years. And if I choose to take all of my money out before that commitment of seven or 10 years is over, 
I'm going to pay what's called a surrender fee or a surrender penalty. So while these um, annuities do not have necessarily fees, just if you honor the contract and do what you've agreed to, if you decide to break the contract, then you're going to get hit with a fee. And that fee can be very unpleasant, particularly in the first years. You know, I see them kind of start maybe in the nine-ish, let's say it's a 10-year annuity. And maybe if you decide to pull all the money out in the first year, it's going to be maybe a 9% uh, cost to pull it out. And then in the second year, maybe it's eight, maybe it goes seven, six, five, four, and it will drop the longer you're there. Now, with that said, it's very important to say, because people go, well, I'm, I might need my money. I'm, I do need some of this money and I have RMDs. We're talking about basically breaking the contract or exceeding the liquidity that is intrinsic to your contract. Most of these annuities, you can take 10% either of the premium you deposited or of the account value each year. So let's say you have $100,000 there, you would be able to take $10,000 out that year without a surrender fee or a penalty. But if you exceed that, or if you want all your money out, that's when those fees come in. And so that's why I kind of say you're getting married. You know, you get married, if you get a divorce, um, it can be costly. And the same thing is true here. But on the other hand, the commitments you know, the advantages to making commitments are that you have a place to put some money that is predictable, that gives you um, predictable guaranteed income, that gives you potential market-linked earnings without losses, um, reduced or no fees. Um, There's a lot of benefits to commitment, but it is a commitment. And so that is a really important thing for people to remember because you do not want to put money in any annuity that you think you might need all of it in the next few years. That would be a a big, horrible uh, mistake that you would regret. Right. Right. And so next, uh, and and some people look at it as a negative, but with an annuity, it can be a fact of life. And that is liquidity. Uh, people say, well, I don't want to tie my money up because usually annuities have a time period, like three years to 10 years where you put it in and you can't touch it for three to 10 years. And I know it can be varies with the type of annuity, but with a fixed index annuity, what type of liquidity is there? I think annuities get a bad rap here because I think there is a liquidity cost everywhere that you put money, everywhere. Okay. We just don't acknowledge it. But in answer to your question, Tony, most annuities, and I say most, some annuities allow you to withdraw the interest it earns each year, and that's all. Some annuities allow you to withdraw 5% a year of of whatever's there or what you put in. Some it's 10% of whatever you put in or what's there. So there is there is liquidity typically though i would say the most common is that 10 percent and what you want to pay attention to is it 10 percent of the premium you placed or is it 10 percent of the account value because that can be very different if you put a hundred thousand dollars in and you want to draw out ten thousand a year you can't do that if your contract is 10 percent of the account value 
right? Because if you withdraw 10, 20,000, you can now only pull 10% of what's left. Um, so you want to pay attention to what type of liquidity is going to work for you. But typically it's 10%, which usually exceeds what people want to withdraw. Because most of the time, we, if we're going to withdraw more than 10%, chances are very good that if we don't die in the next 10 years, we could run out of money, right? So yeah. I, I find that they have adequate liquidity as long as you make sure you have money also that's not in an annuity and you should have money in real estate and you should have money in your investment accounts and you should have money in the bank. This should be a part of your overall asset allocation plan and it fits a role that nothing else does. Right. And there you go. I think that's really good. Now, uh, tax implications, obviously with any type of retirement account or something like a fixed index annuity, I've got to believe there are some tax implications, either positive or negative or both. Yeah. Positive, negative, and both, right? So we need to place premium into an annuity. IRA money, 401k money, SEP, you know, it can be that tax deferred money can all go into an annuity. You can maintain the IRA uh, tax status of that money. And so any withdrawal you take is going to be taxable, just like it would in the IRA, the 401k, the SEP, or whatever it is, the 403b. You can also put non-qualified or after-tax money into one of these annuities. And an advantage there is that it does grow tax deferred until you withdraw it. So the interest you earn each year is not taxable in the year it's earned. It's only earned when you withdraw it. And that's for money that is actually not IRA money. So that can be an advantage. If they're inherited, the tax status is going to be inherited along with them. So you can use after-tax or pre-tax money. Um, and, and the biggest advantage is if it's after-tax money, you can let it grow and control when you withdraw and take um, and pay the taxes. Um, but yes, the, keep in mind there is always the taxation and people are confused. They'll say, oh, you know, this is an IRA. I don't, I don't want to roll my 401k there because then if I take it out of the 401k, I'm going to have to pay the whole, all these taxes. No, no, no. It'll go straight from 401k to an IRA annuity without a taxable event. So you can preserve the tax status and, um, and whatever it is, that's what's going to follow it into the annuity. Mm, interesting. Well, and that's good to know. So one last question, and then we need to wrap up uh, this one. Uh, how is the person who sells me a fixed index annuity compensated? Okay, so this is so often a reason that people, I think, throw the baby out with the bathwater because when you Google this or when you talk to people, all the time what people hear is, oh, they're just trying to shove those annuities down your throat because they make so much money. You know, there's enormous um, commissions and these fees and all of this. And the truth is, you know, I guess we could, we could um, try to define what enormous is, but the person who sells you a fixed indexed annuity is compensated through a commission. Now, I have to say, Tony, though, the world is shifting just a little bit and I'm seeing fixed index annuities that actually do not have a commission and they have a fee instead. 
right? Right. So again, you know, everything's always moving. So, but that that's kind of new and it's kind of not really, uh, they're not quite as much out there. There are fixed index annuity that the person does not get a commission, but instead they're going to get a fee and that's a, a yearly fee and it will be set by them. And it could be probably anywhere between a half a percent and a percent a year, just like when you manage money, right? If you have your uh, investment account somewhere, they're getting a fee every year on that account. That's that's still new and, and not very, um, I'm not seeing it much, but it's there. Typically, though, that person is getting a commission paid to them from the insurance company, and it does not come out of your investment. So if you put 100000 in, you have 100000 and the insurance company is going to compensate that, um, that advisor for making that sale. So it doesn't come out of the sum that you put in. It doesn't, but I will, but I will just mention, and I'm sure this is fairly simplistic. This is why there are surrender fees because they have paid a commission to that person. And if you break that contract, part of what uh, that surrender fee does is go back to compensate them for the expenses that they have had and not charged you for, right? So if you honor the contract, um, you won't have to pay a surrender fee or any of the commissions. Um, so they're going to pay it directly. People think it's huge. It's not huge. We could dispute what is huge, but I would say typically today I'm seeing any anywhere. And again, you know, we have three year annuities up to 12 year, probably farther. I'm seeing commissions that go from one to maybe 6%. Uh, sometimes the person who sells that is uh, taking it once up front. Sometimes they're uh, taking it over, maybe if it's a seven-year annuity, maybe they're going to take it instead of 4%, they'll take a little bit of it each year for seven years. But it's a commission. It's a set amount. You cannot get an annuity from one person who gets compensated. It's a di- these are not different commissions from person. These aren't negotiable, right? So right. sometimes people think, well, I'll go buy it on the internet. Well, if you buy it on the internet, the, the same commission is being paid just to somebody else. Yeah. There, there is, right. someone is paid every time yeah. you buy this. Somebody's running that website portal. Exactly. And so yeah, and you're better off working with somebody who's an actual financial planner who's looking at your big picture and looking out for your best interest. That website exactly uh, yeah uh, is probably not doing that and you, i think working face to face with somebody is important especially when it comes to your finances you have to take it seriously but uh, speaking of serious we are completely out of time tammy for this episode there was a lot to cover there now before we go uh, let our listeners know how they can uh, get a hold of you and i believe you're offering a no cost no obligation consultation yeah, so I always offer a first-time uh, meeting with with people um, at no cost or obligation for an hour. They can bring their questions, anything they're curious or confused about, um, and we can just talk and get acquainted. Um, this is one of many, many subjects. You certainly don't have to come just about a fixed indexed annuity, but primarily, Tony, what I do is comprehensive financial planning, and I like to educate people 
about what their options are. So that's available to anybody who wants to come in and get acquainted as that one hour meeting. And they can call our office at 714-617-4394. They can also go on our webpage, um, which is wealthfinancialgroupwest.com. Um, there's, you know, it's not that hard to find people these days. Just Google Tammy's two cents and you'll, you'll get a hold of me. All right. And you know what? That does it for today's episode of Tammy's two cents with our host, Tammy Simpson. I'm Tammy Simpson, and you've been listening to Tammy's two cents, the podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself and your family is financial planning taking time to intentionally and purposefully create a plan for your money. I hope these podcasts inspire you to do just that. Get more information at Tammy'sTwoCents.com. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify and subscribe to this podcast. Join me next week for another Tammy's Two Cents podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fixed-index annuities are designed to meet long-term needs for retirement income. Any distributions may be subject to ordinary income tax and if taken prior to age 59 and a half, an additional 10% federal tax. Early withdrawals may result in loss of principal or credited interest due to surrender charges. Income riders may be offered either built-in or for additional cost. Although an external index may affect fixed-index annuity contract values, the contract does not directly participate in any stock or equity investments. Tammy Simpson offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Wealth Financial Group West Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Tammy Simpson, independent agent. Wealth Financial Group West Inc., Tammy Simpson, and Gradient Advisors LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.